Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is all about starting a business and or growing a business. So this is a cash flow episode. And I'm really excited about this because this is something that I care deeply about. And this is what I do professionally. I help companies grow their business online specifically. And that is something that I get to talk about all day, every day. So I figured I would talk about it with you because maybe you are an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe you already have your business up and running and you're crushing it. And you're maybe looking for incremental growth. Maybe you're looking for huge growth. Maybe you're not looking for any growth at all. Maybe you're just happy where you're at. Maybe you're an employee. Maybe you're retired. I don't know. I don't know. But here's what we're going to talk about today is that side hustle maybe. Okay, maybe we're going to talk about that uh, retirement plan. Or maybe we're going to talk about that dreamlining. If you're familiar with Tim Ferriss and his uh, four-hour work week and writing goals and figuring out how to create money, income, passive income that will pay for those dreams to come true. Really cool concept, really great book if you haven't read it by the way. I highly recommend it. So I'm going to talk about a few things that I've seen in my experience. So just to uh, quickly recap some of my experience so that you know who I am if you don't and what my experience is. And why you may or may not want to listen to what I have to say about this. So I'm an internet marketing consultant and have been for the last couple of years full time. And I became that because I, well, that's a long story. Once upon a time ago, back about 2005 is when I got licensed as a real estate agent here in California, a licensed agent. And I became full time with real estate in about 2007-ish and uh, did that for a while until I saw that the market was going to shift and I didn't want to be a part of it and I got out right before the big crash in 2008-ish and um, and went on to music for a good while. So that's kind of a... But the, the thing was, during that time, I learned a heck of a lot. I did a lot of marketing. I did a lot of cold calling, a ton of cold calling, four hours a day, every day. Um, if, and that was just for my own job. That was, that was once I got full-time into it. Before that, I was doing that, but I was also telemarketing for another little company. I'm good on the phone. I like the phone. What can I say? I learned that every time I pick up the phone, I make money, and that is a program that I've installed in my mind, and I truly believe it, and it is true for me, and even now, every time I pick up the phone, I make money, so that is something, and in podcasting, I, I realize for me personally is kind of an extension of that because it's intimate and I was in a little mastermind group book club uh, the other day where this really kind of hit home for me again or at least uh, I kind of realized this 
is this is an, an environment that's similar to calling and marketing on the phone is definitely still powerful. It's still a thing. It still happens. I got a call, cold call from uh, somebody yesterday, an agent looking to list. Uh, we've got a rental property, my brother and I, out in uh, East County, and I got a cold call off it. And so I started networking with this guy. So business still happens over the phone, even with the do not call list, even with all the robo spammers and all that stuff. It's still a thing, guys. So just uh, and gals wanted to just kind of put that out there first and foremost. So um, anyway, I learned a lot about marketing. I spent a lot of money and I had some really expensive lessons, especially in the direct mail arena, not a cheap arena to play in, especially if you go about it the way that I was, which was not necessarily the best it works but it was um spending a lot of money and being uh yeah let's just get back to the more focused lessons all right so focus lessons so um anyway I, i became a top producer is kind of the short end of that at century 21 award which was the company i was uh with at the time and i learned a lot about real estate i learned a lot about business and being self employed and uh marketing so I started off doing free marketing because I didn't have any money. And I, I then started leveraging credit cards to do more expensive kinds of marketing. That didn't always pan out for me. And it turned out for me at the beginning especially, a lot of the tried and true uh, stuff is what worked. That's what got me business. And it wasn't until later that I started learning some of the more advanced stuff and learning how that could also work for me. But um, in between that, I also then, uh, or after that I should say, after the crash, market uh, crash and um, I went and did music for a good while I realized hey you know what I there I want more money and the music thing wasn't working out the way I thought it would so I became a marketing manager for a kitchen rebath kitchen and bath rehab company so we did remodeling we did big projects um, or I shouldn't say big projects but we did good sized projects on single family houses that was our you know, main main focus, single family houses where we could do extensions or kitchen and bath remodels. And uh, on the kind of upper middle high end, if that makes any sense. And so we did really well, we crushed it until we did it. And then that company imploded because of uh, poor management. And sometime, and, and I learned a lot of lessons at, at this company, a lot of lessons. We made a lot of money really, really fast. And then I saw what mismanaging money could do and how damaging that could be, not just to the company itself and all the employees, but also all the people who were customers. And uh, don't get me wrong, we did a lot of jobs really, really well and had a lot of very happy, oh gosh, crazy driving going on right now, sorry. Uh, we had a lot of um, really happy customers and we also had, uh, toward the end there, a lot of very irate customers. So um, a lot of lessons learned about the way that companies manage their money. And uh, so anyway, fast forward some years after that, I got this um, fantastic job. I was gonna just go out on my own as a consultant. I was starting to pick up some clients and was already working with marketing clients. And that capacity as a kind of more done for you uh, service, but then this opportunity came up and I've been consulting full time for the last couple of years. So. The point is, I've had the chance. I haven't counted it, but last time I looked, I'm getting. I got to be close to around a couple thousand uh, consulting calls that I've done. Me personally, so I have a lot of experience working with new businesses. A lot of experience working with new businesses all across the United States, Canada, and Hawaii. And 
I've learned a lot of things and I've seen a lot of patterns of things that give me some, I feel like, pretty unique insights into challenges that new business owners face and even experienced business owners as they are trying to get onto the internet and figure out this whole marketing thing and where should they spend their time and where should they spend their money. That's kind of one of the, some of the big challenges I see is there's so many things to learn as a new business owner that they don't always know where to start right and everybody's got a different opinion so and so says I should be doing this and my other coach says I should be doing that and you know the people this guru says that thing and you know and so these people they get going in a thousand different directions at once and they aren't sure where the money comes from a lot of times like they really don't know and they have a kind of a vague idea like oh I got to get a deal I just got I need more leads I need more leads and if I have more leads then I'll just have deals and then they don't always put together all the pieces they don't actually see what what is a deal how does that make how do you do that so that the money actually comes back in it's very easy to get the money going out that part's like (laughs) you barely even have to try people are approaching you to try to help you with that part right so that part's easy but knowing where to actually spend your time and money for the most part in most businesses there are just a very few short things that will do that okay so let me explain now i am specifically talking with real estate investors day in and day out that is my niche um you know the folks that we serve our students so that is uh, a large part of what i'm talking about however i have worked with plenty of other business owners in other industries and it's um, there's you know similar situations we all face similar kind of challenges even in our different industries so i kind of break it up like this um at the beginning you need leads right you need people to talk to that could potentially do business with you either today or sometime in the future so sometimes I speak with the client or with students and they have no idea where to where to even start that okay so that's kind of the first phase then the second phase I see with businesses that are a little more established they can generate leads but they're maybe not good at converting them into business so sales right how do we take somebody who is a prospect and turn them into a client or a customer and then you have some people who are really good at sales, right? Some companies that are really good at sales, they can always convert, but then maybe, or, or maybe they can generate that lead. They can turn it from a um, visitor or a suspect into a prospect. They can convert it from a, a cold lead into a warm lead or a hot lead. They can capture their information for continued marketing. Uh, so that that's actually kind of the part of the first phase. Then they get into the conversion of the sale. And some people really excel at that, but then uh, there's kind of the after sale, what happens, the service, the fulfillment, right? And once you get good at that, you've got that systematized, you've got that process down, and then it comes to maybe um, reselling that same person. Maybe there's room for an upsell from your basic level service that this person purchased up into a premium service or offering that you have, right? So that may be uh, what happens after the first sale. And maybe you're good at that, maybe you're not. Um, you know, a lot of businesses struggle with that. Maybe they're good at making the first sale, but their follow-up is horrible or their fulfillment is horrible. So that's a separate thing. And then let's say maybe you're good at all that and now it's just a matter of getting more referrals. So you have a bunch of happy customers or clients, you've been serving them well for years and you want to 
be able to have them bring their friends and family into the mix and be able to get lots of referrals from them. So that's kind of the back end system uh, as far as I see it. So those are kind of some of the big areas that I see a lot of businesses, um, you know, they generally have a couple of those going well and then maybe some of the others that aren't so well. So there's systems that can be created a lot of times or implemented processes that can really help with that and it's got to be systematized it's got to be turned into a duplicatable repeatable system in order to gain any kind of leverage okay if we're trying to do it all ourselves there's only so much time in the day that we have as individuals now maybe we have a team okay so now our team we're leveraging these things we're delegating we're outsourcing great and that's huge that's that's leverage right um, we want to get to the point where we're making money while we sleep where we're making money on autopilot while we're out on the beach or out on the mountains snowboarding or skiing or surfing or hanging at home with the family or whatever you do ideally I think a lot of us would be okay with the idea of having money come in even while we're doing those things right so in order to get that from the very beginning we kind of want to be paying attention to that end game if that is our end game and you know obviously I'm making an assumption here so for me that's definitely part of the end game is outsourcing leveraging delegating and automating and if you pay attention to the find your flow website at all finderflow.com you'll see that that is what I'm building behind the scenes is and it's kind of like a Disneyland online where and so I'll share some uh, little secrets here with this with you guys is that there is um, this concept of evergreen, right? An evergreen tree or evergreen plants, they look good all year round, right? They're always green because no matter what the season. Same thing with marketing if done correctly or if done consciously toward making it evergreen, meaning it doesn't get old. Like if I write an article today and I'm talking about well, the weather is this way and because of this and you know things that are very um, contemporary or tied into today, then the message won't necessarily last. Somebody might listen to that podcast tomorrow or read that article tomorrow and it might not be relevant anymore. And there are times when that can be really valuable, right? Um, you know, if we're trying to stay on top of a trend or stay ahead of a trend and we need to talk about this today and this you know thing is going to change and we need to make moves based on these changes that's one thing another thing though is this concept of evergreen which is hey my customers have this problem or this challenge and it's the same challenge or problem that's been plaguing them for 20 plus years or from since the beginning of time and they're always going to probably have the same kind of problem right and my company or my service offers this solution okay well in that case you may consider creating content and solutions that can be helpful five years from now ten years plus from now right this concept of evergreen so when we get into that conversation around marketing it's like if you go to the find your flow website most of this stuff not all of it but a lot of it is evergreen because at some point I figured out <laughs> how important it is to have evergreen content because I used to just be very much more like hey here's what's happening right now 
here's what happened to me today because I'm trying to because again like a lot of this I do really truly for just to keep track of what I'm doing so I can remember what's working what's not so I try not to approach this from too preachy a soapbox right today I kind of am I guess because this is literally what I get paid to do and I want to share this with you because people pay a heck of a lot of money to get into the programs where they get into you know have a coach a one-on-one coach like this so I'm sharing with you my experience that I hope will benefit you and um, help get you in the next level so this concept of evergreen right there but there's also this idea of deadlines because if I'm trying to make a sale Let's say I'm trying to sell a service or a product. I've got I've got all these products. I've been um, you know publishing on the website findyourflow.com. I've been really working a lot on that this last year. So you may see there's all these cool what I think are cool products and uh, books and audio programs and this kind of stuff, uh, video trainings and all this inside the shop on findyourflow.com. And so first of all, getting them uploaded is a process. Get hire you know hiring folks, having it produced editing it branding it all this stuff takes time and energy and money and uh you know i've been leveraging other people more and more i've gotten really good at that you know i used to do this all myself and it's just you know i started this in 2000 and i don't know when you're listening to this right it's evergreen i'm not going to put a date on this but i will put a date on the podcast episode when it gets produced but this concept of hey um you know i want this to be cool as cool 10 years from now as it is today you know, if you're listening to this, no matter when you're listening to this, maybe it's, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. I'm being very idealistic and hopeful, but it's a possibility, right? And I want to be prepared for that possibility. And if I'm creating everything that I'm doing in in alignment with that and with that concept, then the things that I'm doing could potentially be creating flow for people for, you know, years and years down the road. Right, this framework that I'm trying to implement here, this system of organization and of being able to access higher learning and higher levels of flow and consciousness through this system is really kind of like the legacy that I hope to impart to the world, right? It's idealistic, it's lofty, maybe it's total BS. I don't know, I've been working at it for 20 something years at this point, so 18 years. Um, so I don't think it's, <laughs> it's you know, I am, I'll be frank with you guys, I'm not rich from this, just to be perfectly honest, I do other things for money, right? I told you, I'm a consultant, that's my day job, and I love it. And so this is really a passion. This is something that I feel I can personally do to make the world a better place, okay? These books and tapes and all this stuff that I'm producing and publishing, co-producing and publishing, this is all stuff that I love because it gets me excited, it helps me feel more flowing, helps me feel like I'm making, making uh, process, progress, sorry, and uh, growth in these areas that I find fascinating, self-improvement, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but let's say I'm creating this today and um, you go there and you're listening to this recording months or even years after I actually recorded it. And But this is all brand new for you. It's all the first time you're hearing it. It's new. You're excited. You're like, wow, this resonates with me, right? I can, I can really feel this. And so, um, but then you go to the, uh, you know, and I, at the end, I'm going to make a special offer. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to make some kind of special offer just for my podcast listeners, all right? And 
there's a cop behind me kind of watching what I'm doing because I'm talking to myself. Yeah, shit, shoot. And so, um, oh, distraction. Okay, I better be cool, be cool. Um, and I am safe, friends, I am legal. This is all like set up in a legal, safe way, FYI. So at the end, I'm going to make an offer. But let's say that you're listening to this podcast five years, ten years down the road, and my stuff isn't working anymore. Or that offer, let's say the offer expired on Friday of this week, because I have an offer that expires Friday this week. But you listen to this episode like five years down the road. Shit, that guy. Um, oh, he's getting fucking close. Sorry, friends. And so, anyway, um, so what we're doing here is, um, good God, man. Oh. Okay, sorry, friends. Sorry, my heart is in my throat. Yeah. Okay. Um, I hope it's still recording now. I just moved, <laughs> I kind of moved stuff very rapidly. <sighs> okay, so... I'm going to make an offer at the end of this thing. It's got to, but it's got to be relevant to you because my time zone and my, where I'm at in my life at this moment is, it's got to be evergreen for you. Wherever, whenever you come, I want it to be like, it's brand new and it's your first time at Disneyland. Maybe you've been on uh, a ride there and then somebody comes on 10 minutes later. Well, if the ride's going to be the same. It's the same ride. If you go back to Disneyland five years later, it's the same darn ride. You go back 10 years later, as I've been going with my kids now, uh, we went to Disneyland this summer, and it's the same rides that that were there when I was a kid, you know? But it feels like the same time, like the story starts over every time, right? And um, this concept uh, is important because on the one hand I want to this is like the insider information like I kind of said you know this is uh, I want you guys who are listening to this cash flow episode business owners and entrepreneurs of the future and currently um, I want you to you know just see the value of this right and I also want to not be a sleazy marketer that's also very important to me because uh, remember I was telling you about that all the experience I gained uh, doing marketing being a marketing manager for this big for this company and we made a lot of money and we did really great um one of the things that a lesson i learned was uh there was this kind of after the implosion or during the implosion i got out of there too before that completely happened and i'm kind of good at recognizing red flags in certain situations or i get lucky i should say i'm lucky and fortunate that i kind of start recognizing red flags i'm not the quickest person i'm not the sharpest tool in the shed or whatever but Sometimes I get lucky, friends. I get lucky, okay? And so I kind of was like feeling like, man, some like weird stuff's happening. I don't like this. I'm getting out. Another opportunity presented itself. I got out. Within that, like within days, I had uh, people in my network let me know, oh, man, did you see so-and-so on the news? It's like, what? Oh, good for them. Like, oh, this new guy comes in right away, gets some like free publicity. It's like, well, you know, good for them, whatever. I failed at that. Um, but then I come to find out it's an expose. I didn't even know what an expose was. I thought that was just some fancy marketing term that I wasn't familiar with yet. Turns out it's not a good thing, okay? They were exposing, um, you know, this uh, not so good thing that the company was starting jobs and not finishing them, okay? And um, so I learned 
that oh one of the things they said in this expose was oh you know flashy marketing and uh they had some other term but um i don't quite remember but it was like man that was oh, slick marketing and blah 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 and all these homeowners and it's like man i did that marketing and yeah it was slick but it was cool it's like i took pride in it i you know it's i leveraged all these things i had learned and i really presented our company well and uh you know again we had serve we did have a lot of really really happy clients so i knew it wasn't bs you know it was real it was just mismanaged at certain points and it ended up being the death of the company so i had this real experience about marketing and marketing in general is kind of a weird concept because we're literally changing people's perceptions and when you start doing that you're really playing with people's sense of reality and what reality is because perception is reality if i think that the glass is half full what well, everything that i do around that is going to be influenced by that belief and if i believe that the glass is half em- uh, half empty whatever what half full whichever one i said first the opposite of my perception around that is going to change the way I approach the glass. If I think it's already half empty and I'm, you know, fear based uh, in my orientation, then I'm going to be maybe I'm going to be trying to protect that half glass I have left. And I'm going to maybe space it out and ration it because I'm fearful that there's not enough. Whereas if I'm an abundance mindset and I see that glass is half full, I can drink it all right now and I'll figure out a way before I'm thirsty or the, the universe will provide for me some way of abundance that I'll always have more than enough to drink. Those are two totally different outlooks on life, but it's the same glass, right? That's that's kind of the idea. So this playing with that, with marketing and uh, with our business is really, it's a big responsibility, at least from my perspective. I take it very seriously. And with Find Your Flow, I want to be sure that one, I'm using this stuff in an intelligent way because the reason this stuff is so powerful is because it works. If you understand it, it really works. And so what I'm influencing people to do for me has to be something I really truly believe in. It's something that I do and that's again why I try not to preach and I'm sure I do it, you know, unconsciously, um, sometimes consciously like I kind of am with this one. but really for me it's about tracking my own progress tracking things that i'm doing that i like so that i can share those things if it resonates with you great here's how i got it here now you can go get it and do it too if you think that that's a dumb idea or you don't like it then just ignore that part right that's that's the idea it's like a buffet take what you want leave what you don't so i gotta start wrapping this up marketing deadlines we know people if there's no deadline then it'll never get done right dreams have no deadlines for a lot of people. Goals are dreams with a deadline. I have this dream, I wanna be this, and I'm gonna do it by this date. Okay, boom, that's actionable, that's a goal. Okay, well, it's maybe not actionable, but at least it's a goal, it's got a deadline. So now we start breaking that down, we start reverse engineering it. Okay, if I wanna do a deal in the next 30, 60, 90 days, and I know that I have to write 20 offers to get one deal, and I know that I'm gonna have to talk to 50 people to get to the point where I can write 20 offers and I know that not everybody's gonna pick up the phone or answer the door or open my direct mail, then I'm gonna have to do a heck of a lot of door knocking or phone calling or direct mailing before I get to those 50 people, right? Well, if I'm only making 100 calls, um, if I'm making 100 calls to get to 50 people and it takes me six months to make 100 calls, it's gonna take me six months to get a deal. Well, okay, now I can reverse engineer that for my timeline. Well, if my timeline is three months out to get a deal, gosh, now I have to make 100 calls in the next three months. Divide 100 by three, that's 33 calls a month. If I'm not hitting those numbers, I'm not on track to make this dream a reality, 
right? So we can start to convert these dreams into actionable items that will create them as a physical reality. Do you get it? Is that not freaking cool? So this idea of having a deadline is super important. And so you'll notice when I make offers on these things such as this podcast, such as Instagram, I'm on Instagram now, guys. So if you're on Instagram, please follow me and I'll try to follow you back. I'm not super great at it, but I am doing the best I can and hopefully it's awesome. Um, Find your flow guy is my Instagram handle. Pretty clever, huh? Somebody got find your flow. Whatever, I'm not jealous. I'm not bitter about that at all. Find your flow guy. And um, so I make special offers from there. And they all have timers because it took me forever to find out how to get a darn timer on my products and uh, sales pages. That's okay. Now I have one. So I use them on all of them. Why? Because that deadline is super important for helping people to make decisions. If there wasn't a timer, they could always be like, oh, come back. Why are there sales at companies? Why do businesses offer sales? Because that's the chance to give somebody who's been on the fence the opportunity to get off the darn fence and make an actual decision, right? People need that kind of motivation. We all do. We need those deadlines. We need that time crunch. We need the last minute to get stuff done. That's how stuff gets done for a lot of us. So what I'm saying is like, if you go to um, findyourflow.com, you look up this episode. This is, I think, episode... I don't know what number it is um, yet, but this will be about um, launching an online business, okay? So uh, 21-day online launch. Look up that for this episode. And um, and there's going to be a link there to a sales page for a specific product that kind of ties in with this conversation. Was that an accident? No. I planned that, believe it or not. Loosely planned it, but planned it nevertheless, and here I am executing it, okay? This is all important stuff that I'm kind of hinting at, right? If you go there today, there will be a timer that will give you a certain amount of time to make that decision whether or not you want to buy it. And it's a huge discount from what's for sale in the store, right? Why? Because if you listen to this podcast, then I want to give you more value than the random person that just happens across and is just like, ah, picking and choosing and eh, maybe they're not that invested and maybe they're fluttery. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But for the people that are with me and that are really hearing what I'm saying and get that I'm really here to try to do awesome things for other people, hopefully you get that and you say, okay, yeah, I get it. I want to play along. Okay, we know Disneyland isn't real. I hope you know, sorry, I hope you know Disneyland isn't real. Don't mean to come crashing down. I mean, but what is real? It is real. It's a physical place. You go there, Walt Disney poured his life into that place. His whole freaking life. If you ever watched the movie about how he built this thing, it's incredible. Okay, nobody knew what it was going to be beforehand, right? That, That was part of the process. Same thing with this, in a sense, is it's not real, but it is real. It's real if you believe it's real. It is what you make it. It's half full, it's half empty, it's up to you, right? So I wanna give you the opportunity to choose your own adventure. Go into the Find Your Flow shop, look up this episode, you'll click a thing, it'll be custom just for you. And guess what, if somebody comes a couple days later and they click on it, their timer will start and they'll have a deadline to hit too to make a decision whether or not they wanna buy that um, that product that or service that I have in there, right? So it's gonna be different for each of us. and. That's what I think is so cool. And so I just want to let you guys know that, first of all, so that, um, so it's not sleazy, I guess, really, is a big part of it. I want you to know that, yeah, it's it's going to be unique for each of us, 
for anybody that goes through, no matter when you go through, there's going to be it's going to be custom tailored to you and what you like. And if you um, choose one thing, then it's going to offer you other things that are related. And this is all by design, right? This is what I've been spending the last I don't know how many years designing, figuring out. Like, oh, I like, you know, I got this one book in there um, called The On Switch, which was, uh, you know. Um, very much a powerful lesson I learned uh, back like right out of high school back in the day about um, you know creating mind triggers using hypnosis self-hypnosis and being able to use these mind triggers to reprogram my mind to be able to get stuff done and take massive action and so now there's a book in, that's available in the store for people that are interested in those kind of things well it's also available like if somebody buys this other uh, you know uh, last podcast or a couple podcasts ago I did um, a podcast on habits because habits are so crucially important to hitting goals and life by design and so I have this really cool product what I think is a really cool info product in the shop about habits well um, that's sorry I gotta focus a little bit so if you go in there and you get it, then it's going to make you upsells. Yeah, it's going to try to upsell you stuff. You get the first product for super ridiculously cheap. That's the hook, right? That's the offer. I want to just get you guys to to get something, anything. Why? Because I feel like, one, it's just really fun because you get to buy stuff at a ridiculous price that shouldn't break the bank. So if you're really hard up for cash, this should ideally leave you no reason not to be able to spend a few bucks to buy some of this really cool stuff. And then there's the upsells, right? So, yeah, I'm going to try to sell you more stuff. I'm telling you right now, friends, I'm going to try to sell you stuff. Why? Because I truly believe in it. It's stuff that I bought first. I bought it first. <laughs> or I made it first, right? Or I, me and my team made it together or whatever. Or, um, you know, I purchased the rights to license stuff. So I'm buying it first. I want to also make that point clear. I buy it first because I believe in it. It's important to me. And I use it myself. And then guess what? I turn around and make it available to you because I care about you. I want you to be successful. I want you to live your dreams and I want you to be that role model for your community, for your family, for your kids, for people you interact with, for people you teach, for people you, uh, you know, whatever you do to be able to empower you to do it better, right? So let's, let's wrap it up. All right. So findyourflow.com. In the shop, there is a product uh, that is the 21-day online business launch. I know not all of you want online businesses. Maybe you already have it. Maybe you're already crushing it. Awesome. Cool. If it's an, of interest to you, you can go to this episode. And again, it's going to be called like um, starting an online business or yeah, probably that'll probably be it. So look for it. And then in the show notes, in the there'll be a link. That'll take you to that product. If you're interested, you can check it out. There's going to be a timer because I want you to make a decision at some point, right? Is this for you? Is this not for you? If it's not, hey, no problem. No pressure. If it is for you, great. Get it while it's on a huge, massive discount. That's the idea, right? That discount's going to end. And then guess what? When you go back there, the discount will be gone, okay? Because there's real consequences in a sense. Now, could you hack it? If you're a hacker, probably. I don't, you know, I don't know. I hope not. But um, the idea really is to give you the opportunity to make a decision one way or the other. If it's not for you, great, no problem. Maybe there's something else in the store. Maybe there's nothing else in the store. I don't know. That's it. It's evergreen. 
think about evergreen for your business if you don't have a business yet you want to launch it by all means go buy this product and if you don't like it let me know and i'll probably give you your money back okay but just buy it and tell me what you think try it out i'll give you as much guidance as i can to help you um you know as i have time i want to make this valuable for you and i want you to have awesome results so that you can brag to all your friends about it okay so there we go friends i hope you're having a wonderful day go out there and crush it make business happen make your cash flow grow and be awesome about it and until next time my friend be flowing Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.